So what is baptism? How does it work? And what is the overall point of baptism? Hi, welcome. This is Scratch the Scripture, and I'm your host, Caden Tart. And if you're new to Scratch the Scripture, then you can send us a question at our Gmail, and we will create episodes like this in order to answer those questions. And if you feel like you want to answer more and more questions and be involved uh, more with us, you can join our Discord server, which there is a link below in the description. And if you honestly want to know the answer to what is the point of baptism, then kick back and relax and just listen. I really like this question, and I mean, I like all the questions that get sent in, but this question, this question in particular is not too complex of a question, and it's straight to the point, and it talks about a very integral part of the Christian faith. And so answering it, I feel, is a great privilege, actually. So thank you for this question, and thank you for all the other questions that we get sent in, but let's start with what baptism actually is. Baptism is one of two ordinances that were handed down to the church from Jesus, the second being communion, also known as the Lord's Supper. And when a repentant individual comes to Christ in faith, they signify that union with Christ by being fully immersed in a body of water um, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I'm, I'm sure you've heard that saying before, and that's, that's where it comes from. That's what baptism is in a nutshell. And I mentioned that baptism is an ordinance. Well, what does that mean? That means Christ has commanded it. He ordained it, you know, ordinance, ordained, and in, in such a way that we continue to do it even to this day. So in, in the book of Matthew, uh, chapter 28, verse 19 through 20, it says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So Christ himself has commanded us to go and preach the scriptures, to make disciples, and to baptize those disciples at least until the very end of the age, which is when the Lord will return as prophesied in the book of Revelation. So if if there is any point to baptism, if there is any reason we should baptize people at all, it is because Jesus commanded it, and that is the first and most significant reason. Being completely submerged in water is also an illustration, as the act itself is inundated with symbolic meaning. Being baptized is an image of death and resurrection and a purification of the soul, which, by the way, we see baptism numerous times in the Bible. When God uh, floods the world in Genesis, that is him baptizing the world, as noted in 1 Peter uh, chapter 3, verse 18 through 22. And in the book of Exodus, when Moses was a baby, he was floating down the Nile River in a basket, and later he led the Israelites through the Red Sea. And both of these moments symbolize baptism. They're noted as baptism. And Jonah being swallowed by a whale for three days, and 
Peter sinking into the Sea of Galilee only to be saved by Jesus. All of these moments in scripture convey the underlying messages about the importance of baptism. And baptism itself also points to the death and resurrection of Christ. Well, wait, 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 what? You're going to have to elaborate there, Caden. How does, how does me being dunked in water correlate to the death of Jesus? Well, when I mentioned before that baptism signifies our union with Christ, I, I really meant it. When we lean back into the water and are fully in it, we cannot breathe and are buried into the water as Paul says in Colossians chapter 2, verse 11 through uh, verse 13. And this alludes to Christ who died and was subsequently buried. But when you are under the water, you rise again, which symbolizes your newly resurrected life, just as, just as Jesus resurrected himself. Baptism also symbolizes our bodies being cleansed as the filth covering us is being washed away by the waters, and we rise up as a completely new person with a total remission of sins. One thing I absolutely do not want to do is give off the impression that baptism is purely symbolic, like it's a, a celebration and expression of our faith, and that's it. There, there is a very common view nowadays that holds the act of baptism as exclusively symbolic. And don't get me wrong, as I mentioned before, it is completely symbolic, but it's not exclusively symbolic. It is also a monumental step in our Christian faith. And faith is a process. We don't just get our ticket punched and live our lives the way we want. That that is an extremely dull way to look at faithfulness because throughout our entire life spent here on earth, we are constantly growing. Do you notice that? I do. We're we're born, we, we take our first steps, we become kids and then teens, then adults, and then elders. Living is all about growth, and that's the same with faith. Faith starts with belief and then prayer, learning to be humble, gracious, kind, sharing fellowship with other Christians, reading the scriptures, accepting communion, preaching the word, evangelizing people, working in ministries, and also baptism. You see, faith starts small, but then it grows and matures just as you do. And being baptized is one of the steps that you must take as a new believer. Jesus commanded that you must be baptized, and there is even a sense of emergency in the scriptures. If we look again at the book of Matthew, chapter 28, verse 19 through verse 20, Jesus places baptizing others in the same realm as making disciples and teaching those disciples his commandments. And Jesus even mixed the act of baptism with salvation. And in the book of Mark, chapter 16, verse 16, it says, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And then the question arises, well, do I need to be baptized to be saved? To put it in very simple terms, no. No, you, you do not need to be baptized to be saved. To say that you need to have faith in Christ and be baptized in order to be saved is to say that Christ's sacrifice on the cross is not sufficient enough 
to save us. By adding baptism as a requirement to be saved is to turn the gospel into a works-based salvation. And we cannot, we cannot buy our way into heaven with works like um, committing to baptism. So while baptism is not a requirement for salvation, it is an important part of our ever-growing faith and should be done immediately after conversion. Don't do what I did. Don't, don't wait like three or four years. You're supposed to do this immediately after conversion, and it, it greatly expresses our obedience and trust in Jesus Christ. If you enjoyed what you've heard today, then go to anchor.fm slash scratch the scripture for more episodes. And feel free to shoot us a question at scratchthescripture at gmail.com for the series. Tune in next Sunday as we answer the question, what does the Bible say about judging others? And remember, we're only just beginning to scratch the scripture. <laughs>